When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Here's Wiggy, Gresh, and Keith on WEEI. We are coming to you from the Best Yet Brand Studio. Final hour of WEEI Football Sunday. And uh, today the Patriots will head to Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Browns. Uh, what are what are the offshore sports books saying about will Robert Kraft's new wife be with him today in Cleveland in the suite? How about that star-studded wedding? Well, it was uh, for those it was. for those who party? missed it. Yeah, on Friday, apparently people were invited to a party. Yeah, so it was positioned as something other than a wedding. And then when everyone showed up and got there, it was surprise. You're here for the nuptials of Mr. Kraft and the new Mrs. Kraft. Okay. I mean, that was uh, star-studded. You yeah, had, it was. Uh, Elton John, you had Meek Mill, you had uh, Ed Sheeran, Tom you know Brady, Drew Bledsoe. After reading about this, apparently Elton John had told RKK, whenever you get hitched, I'll perform. Mm. And this was the date open on Elton's schedule. So this is wow. really based around Which, Elton John? Yeah, yeah apparently wow. so. Yeah, that was my invitation. Uh, you did, was Greg Hill there? I don't know. I was looking for him in the photo. Seymour was there. Was Ty Law there? Ty was there. You Ty was there. Ty about yeah. that on Tuesday. Where, where yeah. was it? Where, where it was in New York, York City. Okay. Which yeah. is interesting because Brady was there as well. They're in Pittsburgh. Now that's an easy flight. In fact, I think it's less than an hour to get to New saying, York City to Pittsburgh. Well, they're all in helicopters probably. Well, so, yeah. Right, you can go wherever you want. Yeah. Bledsoe's looking for the ski yeah, one like, to jump out of. <laughs> was that uh, Was that David Andrews and yep. Matthew Slater yep. were there? Yep. Uh, I think I'm McCourty uh, might have been there. Troy Brown, Vince Wilfork, Randy Moss. Right. Yeah, McCourty. I assume Devin. Was my in, invite didn't 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 happen, huh? Did you, do you yeah. check, check your, the mail in the Did you check your Odyssey email? I, be in maybe there. I haven't. <laughs> plus, I don't really. I'm one of John Bon Jovi was there. Yeah, I'm one right. of those people that you know I don't check my mail. I let my daughter grab it, so sometimes right. I might. Maybe she so, saw it. Well, maybe actually, she went the somewhere. Maybe she got the ticket. Well, right? actually, the Patriots told you uh, it was going to be early in the morning on Friday, and then they moved it to the afternoon, keeping in tradition of what we deal with with the moving guests and yeah, stuff well, like that. But could be in the mail. I'll yeah. Double check so Robert Kraft is a newly married. Married man at 81 years old. Yep, a 47-year-old doctor from the New York City area. Don't know if she'll be making the move up here or whatever, or if it's a hard to say. If it's a Vince and Linda McMahon situation, it's a pretty easy flight, though, right? Oh yeah, to go to New York City, especially on the helicopter. I mean, and if she's if she works in the medical field, it's probably a helipad he can land on in a hospital. Yeah, it's a section for emergencies. Yeah, right. We're good. Well, he's 81. He's getting a check. It's a bunch of buildings in New York. You can land that helicopter. Yeah. 
I would I would think that uh, they're going to be okay. So congratulations to uh, yeah. Mr. Kraft, and he'll be uh, who knows maybe it'll be good luck today with the uh, with the new bride. But mm-hmm. uh, Wiggs, we're going to play a little game with you that right. uh, that uh, John Anderson brought to us on the Gresham Keith program on Friday, where we do our uh, four pack of questions and. Um, the run of quarterbacks for the Cleveland Browns since getting their franchise back. Because remember, they were in Cleveland, and then old man Art Modell moved mm-hmm. them out middle of the night. Here we go. Cleveland devastated. They go to Baltimore. They got uh, Cleveland an expansion team real quick with that dopey uh, Haslam family and Jimmy Haslam of Pilot Flying J. Just Google that enterprise, and you'll figure out why people crack on Jimmy Haslam. But another story for another time. So, Wiggs, I have, I mean, this is a full sheet. All, a a wow. full sheet up and down of names. Jeez. It's been that many. Okay. So, Jermaine Wiggins, how many of the former Cleveland Brown quarterbacks from when they reinstituted, reinstituted their franchise to now? Okay, what year was that the reinstitution? Uh, 99. 99. 99, okay. Okay. Uh, so, fire away. What do you got? All right, let's let's try to go from most recent to as we start to... So, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's the easy one. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett is an easy one. Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer is on this list. Uh, Brandon Whedon. Uh, Brandon Whedon is on the list. You're up to four. Uh, Tim Couch has to be on that yep. list. Tim Couch Here's is the first one. Wiggs is five for five. All right. Uh, let me see who else would be on that. <laughs> mm, who else would be? A couple on- first round picks. Yeah. Uh, uh, man, Jesus. A couple of Heisman. <laughs> he is not on, on, on the list. list. If they had Jesus, he might have been okay. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just trying to. Man, there's been so many. I feel like who the hell is? Who else was on that list? You just mentioned one. Their kid plays at UCLA. Oh, uh, um, uh, Josh McCown. Uh, they I, actually, I do. Hang on here. Was he uh, on that list? Uh, Luke McCown. Luke on McCown. The list. We'll give you partial okay, credit Luke for that. Luke McCown. One. I'm the, yeah. the two brothers. They both were. No, they oh, both, they both yeah. were. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you get, you get both fly McCown. I think only Randy McCown didn't play for uh, them. Uh, Was it Randy McCown? Yeah, he played at A&M. No kidding. Yeah, Randy, I think I Randy know, there been, was, he might have been the oldest one. Yeah, there's he's like the Cooper Manning of that yes. group. Yeah, a little bit better than Cooper, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's a, you know, well, you think that you know, and yeah. then you start to. All right, so let me start to rip through some of these names, okay, right? Because your reaction will be kind of funny. Yep. I will go from. Uh, we'll go all the way back. Tim Couch was that first one. The guy who was his backup was Ty Detmer. Oh wow! All right, and then you had Spurgeon Win. All right, I don't even remember that's a deep him. Cut. Yeah, yeah that is a deep cut. How about this one? Doug Peterson was one of those guys. Jesus, Doug yeah. Peterson. Yeah, back right? in 2000. Yeah. I only thought he was just like the 13-year backup to Brett Favre, and he never yeah. really went anywhere yeah, else. Like, he started eight games in 2000. He started eight games. Okay. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Here's one. Kelly Holcomb. Yep. All right. Holcomb if you got him. Uh, oh, wasn't a Winhurst there? Charlie Winhurst was not, but oh. Charlie Fry was. Oh, Charlie okay. Fry yeah, yeah. was. Uh, and you're thinking of Charlie Whitehurst, Whitehurst I think it maybe, is? Yeah. yeah. Clipboard Jesus. Uh, yeah, he's San another Diego. one. Of, he's a highly paid backup. Well, I was going to say, yeah. he went to Seattle and I think made like a bag of money or something like that. Here's one that you'll probably beat yourself up for not remembering. Jeff Garcia. Oh, yeah, that's right. Man, he had a quick stint there, and he wasn't bad when he was there, too, right? I think you're right. Like, the team wasn't bad when he, he was, was there. there. That's what it was, is that they had sucked for a long time. Then when right. Garcia was there, it was like, oh, we're almost average here right, with right. this guy. Uh, Trent Dilfer, another one. Okay. The, the aforementioned Charlie Fry. All right. 
How about this from the U, Ken Dorsey. Oh, Ken Dorsey. Who is now throwing things at cameras. See, you know why some of these people, it's so difficult because they were so bad. Oh, they were irrelevant. The only ones you really remember are the ones that had some type of success. The one who was good was Derek Anderson, and Ah, it was a Romeo Cornell year. They went 10 and 6. They missed the playoffs, but there was the one kind of like, oh, wait a minute. Is that the Peyton Hillis years? That was, I think, was it Jamal Lewis? Yeah, they had Jamal Lewis. Okay, remember Peyton Hillis, the big running back? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, That was more, they were bad then. That was like 10 and 11. Okay. And uh, so Ken Dorsey and Mm. then uh, Derek Anderson's a good pull. And right in between Dorsey and and, uh, Derek Anderson, Bruce Gradkowski. Okay. Right. Then Brady Quinn. That was one of the first round. That was an easy one. I think we might have. I think you might have got that. I got that one. I didn't get that one. There on was Friday. three first round picks. I believe they were all number twenty one overall, which is crazy that it would happen. It'd be Whedon, Quinn, and Mansell, Mansell was twenty one. Yeah, right? They were all picked in the first round, and all were terrible. Jake, oh, Johnny Mansell, Jake Delhomey. Oh, Delhomey was there. Yeah, in there. Uh, Seneca Wallace, Seneca Wallace, Colt McCoy, Texas uh, legend. All right. yep. Here's one for you. Thad Lewis. Thad, Thad Lewis. Thad. Rough. Uh, then you mentioned Brandon Wheat. Jason Campbell. All right. Another one of your never, contemporaries. Yeah, Jason really Campbell. Uh, RG3 was in there. Ah, uh, forgot about RG3. Mm-hmm. Should have had him. Someone named Austin Davis. All right. Great. Yeah. Uh, Josh McCown. Cody was, Kessler. Wasn't, um, who's the other quarterback? Wasn't Kaiser there? Deshaun yes. Kaiser yeah, was yeah, next was. on the list. Notre Dame. Stanford's Kevin Hogan. Right. He was another one of these guys like Jesus. Davis Mills, who was supposed to be like really smart. Right. And yeah. And, and then, then you asked me, why ain't these franchises? Why are they always sitting? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what's amazing about Baker Mayfield. He's the only quarterback on the list to have more than one season where he started every game. Yeah. Right. So in 2001, Tim Couch started all 16 and then in 19 and 20, Baker Mayfield started all 16. Every other year, they had a minimum of two starters, which is both, you know, injury and just bad performance, right? right? But Because you think, and obviously Tom Brady is kind of one of the outliers, mm-hmm. but just every year you had one start. And here's your starting quarterback, and he starts every single game. Like these teams, there were some years where they had four starting quarterbacks. Right, that's insane. And most teams don't even have four on the roster. They let Tim. They let Tim Couch over a five-year period start fifty-nine games for them. He was the number one, number one overall pick in the draft. So you got to see what you got out of him. Well, I guess, but but when I get to the seven and nine season where he throws seventeen touchdowns and twenty-one picks in year three, it wasn't good. I think you kind of figure it out. But you're right; they just wrote it out with the guy. And and you start to think about Cleveland a little bit like they always have talent they when always you, have a the sprinkling of talent like or you maybe it might be a, it might be a, it might <laughs> no, be a sprinkling a of talent yeah. yeah but i always feel like their biggest area for them and now going through this list is their quarterback oh, of course it is i mean baker mayfield took them to a playoff was game clearly the best and won a playoff game right do you think they would do with everything that they know now would they have done the deshaun watson move again because yes. they've been getting ripped for the contract. He got suspended longer than they expected for. But do you think because maybe in part because of this list that they, they would do it again? Yeah, because you think about this. If you put Deshaun Watson on this field, you put him on the field, and then you start to look at, okay, Cleveland is going to be a competitive team. Yeah. With the ability, the way yeah. they run the football, you know, defensively, you know, some of the players that they have there. Now, you know, Amari Cooper, you thought, okay, and then maybe you add one or two more pieces 
whether it's free agency or in the draft with Deshaun Watson. I mean, look what Deshaun Watson was able to do with a Houston team. Yeah. yeah well, but one I think year you, they sucked, but I get your point. But I think you also have to look at the head coaches because the guys that the leadership there chose to be the leaders mm-hmm. – uh, upon return after losing the franchise to Baltimore, it was Chris Palmer, Butch Davis, who had the most success before Stefanski came along, and that was a smattering. Terry Rabisky, right? Romeo Cornell, uh, who wasn't terrible. Right. Mangini, Pat Shermer, Rod Chazinski, but Mike, you, Mike Petton. How do you that? feel about Stefanski? Do you feel like maybe he? Could be the guy. No, yeah, I don't mind him. Uh, he's, I don't yeah. mind Stefanski. I think, and then you think if you add Deshaun Watson with him. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, that, like right now it's sort of in a weird spot because his first year, they made the playoffs for the first time in like 20 years and they won right, a game. Right. That's a hell of a start. Right. Last year, they took a step backwards. They went 8-9. and nine. Baker Mayfield played through some injuries. Obviously, the you know Nick Chubb missed a couple of games. Right. missed like three. Hunt missed some games. And then this year, sort of, a, all right, you're playing Jacoby Brissett for 11 games, so what the hell kind of record are you supposed to well, have? Well, it's more of the losing the games and the way you're losing them. Remember? Uh, oh, that was a huge letdown against the Jets. There's who, no doubt. Who's the guy in San Diego slash L.A. that got let go before Staley came in there? Oh, uh, Anthony Lynn. Uh, yeah, Anthony, Anthony Lynn, Lynn, who's like, Horrible. why'd you call the timeout? Uh, uh, I'm not I don't sure. know. I'm not sure. That's, you know, there's, there's, there's still that element, and that just might be the franchise itself. I mean, look. Kevin Stefanski took over for Freddie Kitchens. I mean, yeah, right. exactly. it's like taking over for like a completely, it's like taking over for Rob Ford in Toronto or something <laughs> and, as and, a and, mayor of the city. Uh-huh. And we haven't seen him in a while, but the last time we did see Deshaun Watson, he was, you know, a top seven, top six quarterback in the NFL, right? So if he's still that guy, yeah. doesn't well, uh, he put you in a position where, okay. Yeah, they he should could, be. Right. And, and that's it, the big question, though. We'll see. It's been a what while. What is he now? Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you know, get, not a lot of wear and tear on them ties. Is. No, but I feel like he's going to be kind of rusty this year, and miss- he only has six games. I feel like next year is really the Browns right, conversation. But, right, when right. you don't play for two years, I don't time. care who you are. It's but a that, long time. isn't that perfect for him? He has like six games of yes. preseason. Yep, it is, but it's sort of like a lost season for yeah, them this it, year. Well, I think they look at yeah. this being a lost season, especially yeah. um, the way that they started. If they're 4-1, and one, maybe they feel like, all right, this could be a season yeah. we could. But now being 2-3, and three, and if you lose today, to if you lose today to New England and now you go two and four, then not oh, yeah, don't, you're, don't you're they start to go right? Yeah. So I think Deshaun Watson once he plays, a if it is a lost season, great because he's not be able to knock off some of the rust, and mm-hmm. then it's about okay. Now, what other pieces do we need to add? But at least we have our quarterback. Uh, By the way, with the uh, newest lawsuit brought against Deshaun Watson, the NFL has kind of said, all right, we're going to reserve because they had to reinstate him anyway after 11 games. Right. So they're going to look into this, see if there's anything there. There's going to be nothing there. He's going to settle out. Like now, you know what this is coming out of the woodwork. She's seen everybody else get a bag of cash. She's now going to get her bag of cash. Yeah. And while that is the civil end of it, from the NFL, the player told them there's nothing else coming. That's the problem. Is that the NFL was told something that Watson had this all cleaned up, and right, now but he, he doesn't know, which is part of the reason why. Well, the NFL doesn't care. That's the thing. Like the NFL was like, you told us this. Right. Here's now what has happened. There's a chance that, and I still think they don't want him playing that uh, primetime game against Houston. And this might be the way for them to give him the twelfth game. No, it doesn't ruin the pension, all that kind of he's, stuff. He's at this point now where it's it's. I think it's a moot point. I think he ends up settling this thing. Uh, I th- I bet this is one of those things that in two weeks you don't hear about, and if you do do some digging, 
it was something that was settled. See, I and and we'll revisit this whenever this guy does come back. I think there's still more to drop. There are people out there that I'm are waiting. Sure. In the, yeah, there. It's just a matter of timing. We've got a bunch of big games to discuss in week six of the NFL. We'll do that next. Here's Ethan. He's trendy. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now here at WEEI and WEEI.com. Week six of the NFL getting ready to get going here with the Patriots and Browns set for 1 p.m. Eastern time. Browns are currently sitting at minus two and a half favorites. The over under at 43. Big NFL trade rumors going on right now as Ian Rapport has been reporting that the Panthers are at the very least fielding calls for running back Christian McCaffrey right now. So potential that he could be moving out of Carolina before that week eight trade deadline in the college football world. Number six, Tennessee beating number three, Alabama in a crazy 52 to 49 contest yesterday that led to fans storming the field in Tennessee after a big victory and walking away with the field goal posts. And then in the Boston area, the UMass Minutemen lost 34 to seven to the Buffalo Bills in a not-so-very-close contest. And then on the hockey side of things, the Bruins beating the Arizona Coyotes 6-3 to advance to 2-0 on the season as A.J. Greer had a pair of goals late in the third period to help the Bruins run away with the victory. I'm Ethan Hersadulu, and that's what's trending here at WEI and WEI.com. The big games in Week 6. We'll talk them all next. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. A very busy week six in the NFL. It's Gresh Keefe and Wiggy here with you on WEEI Football Sunday. The Patriots will be kicking off at 1 o'clock in Cleveland. Uh, among the uh, among the good games today, and there is, uh, there's a bunch of them to get to, I'm just going to kind of bounce around the, uh, the slate based on the, uh, on the game. At uh, 1 o'clock, the Ravens are heading in to New York to take on the Giants. Now, the Giants are an interesting study. Saquon Barkley is having maybe the best year of his career. Daniel Jones, he's not exactly high-flying, throwing it all over the place. He's not even, you know, value brand Josh Allen. He's got three passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns, yet the Giants find themselves at 4-1 and one against the Ravens team at 3-2, and two, who you look on paper and say – there's better talent, you would say, on the Ravens. If you're looking at the running ability of the quarterbacks, it isn't even close. Uh, 
yet the Ravens come in with the worst record. So what gives today, Wiggs, for the Giants? Well, isn't isn't this this game to see, like, all right, are the Giants for real? Because I, I, I think that we all look at Baltimore and go, even though – even though you look at their defense and at times it looks like, all right, man, can they stop anybody? Don't you look at the uh, the Ravens as one of the better teams in the AFC? Well, they might be third or fourth because I think there's the top two, which we'll right. get to because they're playing each other. Right. But I think the Ravens have at least put themselves with the slow start from Cincinnati, the Chargers kind of hit or right. miss. Yeah, they might be the right. third best and team. And so if you have the Giants, isn't this the game that really shows – whether or not you're a team that's for real. I mean, they just beat Green Bay. So, like, I, I was surprised by that. We were watching that because it was the mm-hmm. London game. It was on last week at this time, and they came right, but back if they, and they won that. They but, beat, they, the Giants have beaten Tennessee, Carolina, Chicago, and Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay's a real win. Like, they that's do, a good one. So, yeah. Okay, so you gave... I, and I, Tennessee's at least, what, 500? Yeah, they're fine. Right. right. It's not, yeah, they're so, not great, but... No, so they're already better than I thought. Like okay. They've already won as many games as they right. did all and of so, last and year. And so I feel like... And I think there are a lot of people that might make the argument of, uh, what is really Green Bay? Is Green Bay that good this year? They're not the Green Bay that we're used to, where I think if you beat Baltimore... Well, it's, Is, yeah. Isn't that they're like, all right, there's no dispute in the Giants. Uh, yeah. yeah, it would be hard to argue. I I, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, they would have to win impressively. Really? Well, here's the thing. Is that, any win. is that offensively, can you really buy what they're doing for 17 games right now? Well, no, but again, like if if you have everything else going, we've seen teams like San Francisco and Tennessee right. have quarterbacks that just kind of are there, yeah, right. hand the ball off to a stud, which they have. Play good and defense. And if the defense is good, you're not turning it over, then they can pull it off. Yeah, because their passing game isn't all that good. So I think that limits you. I think mm. it gets you to the playoffs, but then you're going right. to get let down. But I, I think with the Giants, today's game really solidifies them if they're able to win. Yeah as, okay, the Giants are for real in the sense where they can compete with these teams that are supposed to be pretty good. They might not be for real in the sense that they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. No. But they could be a playoff there's, team. Yeah, there's playoff spots up for grabs in the NFC. Right, right? and like that's this. that's why I think this game will will will, will really will really give us a good idea of what the Giants are. Yeah, I, I'm not buying them in part because you have the Cowboys and the Eagles who are going to battle each other on Sunday night, mm-hmm. and the Giants have already lost to the Cowboys once this year, and that was a Cooper Rush, not with uh, Dak Prescott. So it's Cooper Rush once again with the Cowboys going in to play a 5-0 and Eagles team, and the Eagles are interesting because Nick Sirianni has just straight up said, well, I'm going to embrace the run game because we know that's what we can do. And Jalen Hurts has been up and down, right? Like in terms of him throwing good, the right? ball, overall it's been good. They're 5-0, yeah. right, and oh, right, but right. he's kind of been up and down a little bit. The Cowboys are doing it with Cooper Rush, mm-hmm. and their coach is a moron. So what gives in Philly tonight? Well, how do you feel about the Eagles? You feel like they're legit? Uh, I would. I like the Eagles more than the Giants, but I kind of honestly, I still think the Cowboys are the best team in that division. Because mm-hmm. I look at the Eagles and I look at you know I can, you can go on the same thing. Look at the teams that that they've beat to be where that they yeah. are. They beat the Vikings, which is right. probably their best win, right? Right. Yeah. So I, I mean, right, so let's take a peek at this real quick. Then Cowboys have beaten the Bengals. Okay. At the Giants. All right. They beat the Commanders and they won at the Rams. Yeah, but. The Rams. the Rams and the Rams, we say, suck. Right. Matt Stafford's a mess. The Bengals are off to a terrible start, too. So the right. two Super Bowl teams are really dealing with that Super Bowl hangover. The thing is, 
nobody's really playing that well. So unless you've beaten Buffalo or Kansas City, right. like, where's your marquee <laughs> win? Because you can kind of poke holes in everybody's schedule because right. nobody looks that good. Yeah, the Philly. here's who Philly has beaten. They beat the Lions by three on opening day. Yep. They uh, they beat the Vikings kind of soundly, 24-7. See, that to me is pretty good. Uh, they beat the Commanders. They beat the Jaguars. And uh, they beat Arizona, which... Right. No, so I no mean, great shakes. But, like, that's the thing is nobody's beating anybody good because nobody's good. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's the, how I look at it. So the fact that they're the only 5-0 and team, I like Hurts more than most. They, they, they absolutely are embracing the run game, but then they also have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith where they still have the threat over right. there, right? You can't just load up on them completely. So they've been good. And then on the flip side, if Cooper Rush wins this game on the road Sunday Night Football where they are big underdogs and they, they beat Philly – First loss of the Eagles. Dak's still starting. Of course he's still starting, but it doesn't mean there's not all kinds of questions. And then there is if Dak struggles. Right. Like, well, Cooper Rush just went 5-0 and as a backup and beat their biggest rival. I don't know. I think it would be uh, it'd be pretty good for uh, just sports talk and everything else. Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to be similar to us here, right? If, if, Cleveland, if New England goes out there and beats Cleveland... And uh, Zappy, Zappy. Yeah, the difference is Cooper Rush has done it longer. No, no, I understand and that. And Dak is better than Matt. No, I understand that. All I'm saying is that if if, if they win today and, and Zappy plays well, and yeah. then next week yep. against Chicago, let's say Mac doesn't play great, right. that's when it you opens start up the, for more debate. Yeah, it opens up yeah. the rumblings. Uh, Philadelphia will play Dallas today. Then they have the bye week. And then their next three out of the bye are the Steelers, the Texans, and the Commanders. Right. So at worst... Oh, they could be 9-0. and they, they could be 9-0. Right. and And uh, at worst, they'd be 8-1, and one, uh, just but given Richard, that schedule. Rich, your point is, like, spot on. I mean, mm-hmm. other than Buffalo and Kansas City, and I know, I know they both stumbled. You know, Kansas City stumbled against the Colts, but we don't really look at that right. one and go... And, and Buffalo lost to Miami. Yeah, so... It, Those the, are the two best wins of the season. Yeah, and so I, I think when you look at the NFL, yeah, those teams, and but I, I think Baltimore is one of those teams. That's why I said with the Giants, we'll see what happens. Like I think Baltimore is one of those teams where you know they're in the top three, four teams in the AFC. Philadelphia, they've shown they could potentially be you know one of the top three because the NFC, there's really in the NFC, there's no Buffalo, there's no Kansas City, there's no clear cut team no. that is better than everybody else. No, not at all. That's why I think going into the year, the three that everybody everybody had in the playoffs were the Rams, Packers, and Bucks. Right, and you can make a case that all three of them aren't nearly as impressive as they should be. Definitely the Rams. The Rams aren't oh, that impressive. Right, and then Aaron Rodgers is still trying to figure out his receivers, and then the Bucks seem to be dealing with all kinds of injuries. And Tom Brady's been he's been fine, right? right? But like the team's not blowing doors by any means. Yeah, their offensive line injuries for Tampa are kind of being covered up right now, three and two. But they've lost a ton of guys up front, and and it's hurting them. I think uh, the four and one Vikings are heading to the Dolphins to take on the three and two Dolphins. Who so Tua Tagovailoa has been cleared to go, mm-hmm. but he's not active today. And then they're going to play him next week. What is Mike McDaniel doing down there with all this? I don't know if it's Mike McDaniel or or if it's the medical staff the whole time. It was whether it was the league going back to the game that Tua got hurt and then came back in on. And then four days later, he was back in. Then they're like, all right, now he's done. There was such a backlash against it that they were like, all right, Tua can almost never play because if he gets hurt again, everyone's like, what the hell is he doing? But if he's cleared, why isn't McDaniel putting him in there? I think it's more of like, all right. 
here's how look we, how careful we are now. Here's how we appease the masses. Yeah, he's cleared to play, but we're gonna give him one more week just right. so we look know. Yeah, yeah, just so we know. Like, all right, he's good to really go. But it makes no sense. This whole thing, uh, the league is still trying to figure it out because you go back to two weeks ago. Teddy Bridgewater was also cleared. Mm-hmm. But didn't go, wasn't allowed back Out in the game. Out of an abundance of caution, wasn't allowed in the game. Right, but he was cl- cleared. So that's why you look at all right. So two is cleared, but do they not feel like he's had enough practice reps, or do they still want to say hey, we're going to give you that extra week? So right. now we're going the other way. Right, we were we were reckless before. Now we're being overly cautious because it's too bad. Because you'd like to see two in there, you'd have a better sense of Minnesota and Miami because each one of the whoever wins this game, right. You would think would be like, all right, that's a solid win, right? If Miami beats Minnesota, you're like, all right, good for you. Mm-hmm. And then same with Minnesota. You're like, Miami looks like a team that could threaten for a playoff spot. But and Minnesota at 5-1, and one, we'd have to start to interject them into 100%. some of the NFC yeah. discussion. Oh, for sure you would. Jump in. But a third-string quarterback, you're like, all right, yeah. Skylar Thompson, like the Vikings probably should win this. And I guess if they don't, then they, they look even worse. Well, the Dolphins get the Vikings, and then they've got four weeks to get to their bye, and those four games are the Steelers, the Lions, the Bears, and then the Browns. So yeah, nobody's good. So yeah. You would, you would think that, that Miami should be able to eat, even yeah. if they end up losing to the Vikings. But to your point, they're 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 beating up on the, uh, on the bads. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also got Bills, Chiefs, Wigs. Here's what I'm praying for. You know what I want today? What's that? I want overtime in this game so bad. <laughs> because the reaction last year was, we have to blow everything up. I'm praying for overtime. And what I want is one team to hold the ball for nine minutes and 59 seconds and kick a field goal with one second to go. And it's still a field goal that decides it. Everyone's heads will explode. We'll have great discussion for weeks over this, and we'll know we won't know whether Kansas City or Buffalo is any better than the other one. That's my dream for today. I don't know if we're going to get a shootout. What are you expecting? Shootout. That one, I'm Keith? expecting shootout, and I actually I like Kansas City at home. They seem to have right. Josh Allen's number, but. I also feel like unless something really wonky happens, this is also your AFC Championship game. Yeah, like these teams, these are the only two. We were just talking about thirty-two teams. There's so much parity. Nobody's good. There's a couple of really bad, and then there's really only a couple of really good, and it's these two. These right. two, yeah. These are the these are the only two teams that I look at and go, okay, one of these teams is winning a Super Bowl. Well, yeah. it's so it interesting like. because to me, these two teams, they're making moves at a trade deadline coming mm. up in a couple of weeks that are really geared towards thinking about the Super Bowl. It's not, oh, we're going to get a guy because we like him. No, we'll have for him for a couple year. of years. Yep, it man. is in the moment for this year. Well, and this is the perfect moment to do it because, Rich, you keep saying it, and I think, you know, I think they see it as well, is that everybody else in the NFL stinks. Yeah, so you have to win it this so year. If, if, you're, you're, if you're these two teams, that's how you got to If think. you're Buffalo or you're Kansas City, it's like, all right, one of us is winning the Super Bowl because mm-hmm. who, who even threatens them? Well, How big a favorite? Let's just say Philadelphia gets there. The AFC teams that we just talked about would be favorites. Yes. Is it a touchdown, touchdown. each? Touchdown. If not more? Probably a touchdown. Maybe more? Yeah, I'd say a touchdown just because maybe more might be, you know, with the Vegas people that yeah. might be the money. You know, might be if it's yeah, too right, much, right, right. It's, you're not going to get as you're much money, right? Both sides, but Which I would think team so. needs to make a trade more to help themselves, Kansas City or Buffalo? Mm, uh, and by the way, that's a across the board. Buffalo. Go get a defensive guy, get an offensive guy, whatever it, it might is. Be Buffalo because Buffalo is the one that needs to be get push over the top, right? I know it's been a couple years for Kansas right. City, but at least they have a foundation there with the coach and the quarterback mm-hmm. and Kelsey and some of the other guys that have done it. Buffalo hasn't been able to do it. In fact, last year, they were one step shorter than the year before. So I think they need it more. And we talk about it every week with Buffalo. As good as they are, 
Josh Allen, it's Josh Allen to Diggs, Josh Allen to Diggs, right? Sprinkling a couple of the receivers, but the running game is just All Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Like, See, so. and, that, and that's why I think the biggest glaring issue, because if I said to you, Anna, if I said to you, if you look at both of these teams, what's the biggest hole for both of these teams? Probably Bill's running game, right? Bill's running game, right? Yeah, yeah. So to me, if you look at Kansas City's running game, you know, they got three guys that they got the, the uh, Edwards Alaire, mm-hmm. not bad. McKinney's not bad. And then the young kid. Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco's not bad. So their running game is okay. Yep. They got enough wide receivers where where uh, Patrick Mahomes can spread the ball out. Their yeah, de- those guys have been better than I thought. Their defense been, is Mahomes have been great. Yeah, the defense is okay. It's it's not like it's horrible. But for it's, Kansas City, it's acquiring on yeah, defense. It's you're right, but it's still good enough to win a Super Bowl yeah, with their defense. They need a corner. Buffalo's biggest issue is going to be: can they win a Super Bowl without having no running game other than Josh Allen? Yeah, that's that's going to be the hard thing to do. Very much so. Uh, We've also got a game in the AFC that I think is sneaky big relative to at least one division. And and Keith and I talked about this, but Wiggs, mm-hmm. Jaguars are two and three against the Colts at two, two and one. Jags, bad loss last week, but they've been flirting with at least looking respectable. And what are the Colts? I mean, really? Two, two and one. It feels like more of the same. I know both the running backs are going to be out in Taylor and Naheem Hines. Is this game, is this more of a paper tiger? What's going on paper means something to one division, but neither of these teams are really that good. Or are the Jaguars frisky, as one some have said. Some have said. Some said they're frisky. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that the this game is more about the Jaguars. And can the Jaguars, like you said, be frisky enough mm-hmm. to maybe challenge Tennessee for the division or maybe be in the position where they're in the hunt for a playoff position. Because they already have two bad losses. They so do. their two wins are like impressive wins. It's almost like they're flip-flopped. Like I don't think anybody would be shocked if you said Jacksonville's two and three. They got a competent head coach there. Trevor Lawrence isn't nearly as bad as he was a year ago. And they're going to be all right. And, and so the fact that they're two and three is one thing. But they lost to the Commanders in week one. Horrible loss. Ugh. And then they lost to the Texans. Last week, they beat the Chargers, and they already beat this Colts team. So if they can beat the Colts again, by the way, two games in the first six weeks is stupid. Kind of silly. That doesn't really I'm make with a lot you. Of sense. Uh, but, yeah, if they want to be kind of in it longer and be mm-hmm. playing, you can't have three of these losses. So they they have a tougher ske- schedule. They got the Chiefs and the Ravens coming up. They got the Cowboys on there. So this is one that they have to have. Get to 500 and then put yourself right in the middle of the AFC and maybe a chance in that bad division, too, yes. to be playing uh, important games the last month of the year. Wiggs, quickly, two, three, and two teams. <laughs> Crazy to say. The Jets and the Packers. What do you make of the Jets today in Green Bay? Well, I, I think this is like, all right, is Zach Wilson, he looked better when he got an opportunity to come back from injury. Are the Jets, they have some talent on offense as far as weapons, right? So are the Jets, like, can they make that run? Are they for real? And I think this Green Bay game allows you to do it. Because anytime you play against the Green Bay Packers, even though I think they're having a down year with Aaron Rodgers, they're still going to be viewed as one of the better teams in the league. So if you can't beat them, it's like, you know, college football, that's a quality win. Right. Yeah, how do they bounce back from the loss in London, right? Where right, they seemingly right. had that game won, and then the Giants come back and they lose that, and you're like, because it looked like they'd figured it out, right? Didn't Green Bay lose their opener, and then they won three straight? 
the way That's it was right. going against the Giants, like, you know what? They're probably back on top. That's like, oh, wait a minute. They blow that one. Now you're playing a Jets team that has won back-to-back games since Zach Wilson has taken over for Flacco. So I know it's like a seven-and-a-half-point spread, but it's actually one of the more intriguing games right. on the schedule. Now, it could go Packers blow out the Jets, and then we're like, all right, we were kind of right about both teams. Or there's the chance that the Jets kind of stick around and, and Zach well, Wilson makes a couple of highlight if, plays. If you're the Jets, right, and I'm the Jets coach, I'm saying – Buffalo, Kansas City, and Baltimore probably all make the playoffs. The next four spots are up for grabs yeah. for everybody. Yeah, those wild cards right now, nobody's really spoken right. for. Like, and the I Jets would say have Trump. a head-to-head against Cleveland. Yeah. Right, and yeah. so if we're a team that can get to potentially 9-7, and seven, you're in it. We're, we're probably going to be in it because of the rest of the AFC. I, yeah, there's no, open. There, there, that's that's my point is you have three teams that if I said today, you, you, you put a gun on my hand and said, okay, oh, okay, who are the three teams that make the playoffs? I'm going Kansas City, Buffalo, and Baltimore. The rest After is, that, like is wide open. Mm-hmm. So I think the Jets put themselves in a position. The closer you could stay to 500 by the end of the year is going to allow you to say, okay, if we can get to nine and seven, we're probably getting in. All right, we got some picks as we get ready to head out the door on this edition of WEEI Football Sunday. And, of course, it's coming to you from the Best Yet Studios. That is next. All right, folks, let's get to some picks here before we're out the door on WEEI Football Sunday. So uh, last week, everybody, uh, two, two and one, everybody across the board. Keith, you're seven and five on the year. All right. Wiggy and I are tied at nine, five and one right. on the season. And uh, let's get to the games that we are picking this week. Let's go backwards. Let's go to the NFC game first. All right. Philadelphia is minus six and a half against Dallas. This line has moved from five where it started to now Philadelphia minus six and a half. Uh, I'll lead the way because I already made this pick once. I'm going Dallas on the points. I'm not a huge fan of Cooper Rush. I'm also not a huge fan of just sort of Philly, Jalen Hurts, all that. It feels like find a way to keep it close. I think the, by the way, the uh, coach against the spread right now in the NFL of all the active coaches, guy who's best, Mike McCarthy. Bizarre. I think he probably thanks Aaron Rodgers for that. Probably, but still, yeah. give me uh, give me Dallas and the uh, and the points. Keith, where are you going with this? I'm going to go Philly. There's something going on in Philly as uh, the Philadelphia Phillies have moved on to the uh, the NLCS. Look uh, at you. Something, something's going on there. They got a couple good ball clubs they down do. there. At least it's on the inside of seven. If this was seven or seven and a half, maybe I would go and just take the points. But I'll, I'll take the Eagles to win by a touchdown. That Cooper Rush can't go undefeated, Kenny. Hey. Now I know I know he's got some wiggle room here. With the uh, with the points that he's getting, but I'll take the Eagles and, and Jalen Hurts in that running game to get the win by at least seven. See Jalen Hurts in that running game. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. But I'm going Cowboys hey, because of Dallas. Has to steal one here. Dallas's defense. I think they'll yeah, be it's a, pretty nasty. Yes, I think they'll be able to. You know, they'll spy that. You know, you're not going to see Micah Parsons is spectacular. He's the best. And the way they can utilize him is they can move him all over the field, yep. and it's going to maybe limit. 
what Jalen Hurts can do. I just like Dallas's defense and their ability to get after the quarterback and make things tough, so I'm going Dallas. All right, Keith, you're leading the way on this one. Bills are minus two and a half going into Kansas City this afternoon. Can't imagine how many times the Kansas City Chiefs have been home dogs in the Patrick Mahomes-Andy Reid era. I will take... The Kansas City Chiefs, they've had Josh Allen and the Bills number, and you're going to give me a couple of points, so I'll take Kansas City plus two and a half. Wiggs? Yeah, I'm riding that one train as well. I, I just love the way Kansas City's playing. I think that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback, and he's playing that way right now. Josh Allen's good. I'm not saying he's not too far behind right. him, but I just think that Kansas City has more weapons on offense. Uh, all right. I'm with. Uh, by the way, I'm Kansas City. I'm with yeah. you guys. Yeah. I've, I've liked them all year long. And then finally, <sighs> Patriots plus two and a half in Cleveland. Wiggy, where are you at on this? I'm riding the Patriots on this one. Now, hey. I know Tommy Curran likes Cleveland, but I, it, I would not be shocked if the Patriots lost this game. But I think that Bill in this defense – has shown and Rich, you brought this point yeah, up yep. that against the you know the not so good quarterbacks or even the good ones at least for a half they do a good job defensively. So I think they'll be able to slow this Cleveland offense down, especially Nick Chubb in that running game. So I'm going with uh, the Patriots on this one. I don't think you even need the points. I think it's an outright win for the Patriots. However, you're going to give me two and a half. Clearly, I will take those. I'm on the uh, Patriots as well. Keep where you at. I, too, am going to take the New England Patriots. Listen, I think the road to six or seven wins uh, heats up this month. <laughs> I, uh, I Honestly, I think it's been pretty predictable how it's gone. You know, the wins against uh, Pittsburgh and Detroit. Okay, makes sense. Losses in Miami, Baltimore, and Green Bay. I think it's all made sense so far to this point. And because of the quarterback for Cleveland, they're pretty one-dimensional, right? It's Nick Chubb, and he's great. Mm-hmm. But he can even get his. But if but if your one guy is, is the running back, I think the Patriots are still going to be able to make Brissett look bad. The few times he does throw it, I wouldn't be surprised if it leads to a turnover. So I'll take the Patriots. I like them outright as well. But sort of, and, and Kansas City, I like them both outright. But if you're going to give me the two and a half points, makes it even easier. So yeah, I'll take the Patriots to get another win today. Uh, and by the way, just quickly because I know we've got uh, less than a minute here. If uh, if you want a, a money line parlay of the Patriots in Kansas City plus three ninety two, that's nothing to sneeze at, right? That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Throw fifty good. bucks on that. Oh, I you're like in, it very uh, much. You're in good shape on some outright wins. Uh-huh. Uh, great job by Ethan today of shepherding us through this process here on Weei Football Sunday. Don't forget the Six Rings post game show with Fitzy and Hart directly after the Patriots Browns game right here on Weei. Then Sunday Night Football. Then feel free to call me at about two a.m. Get in there. On uh, the Gress Show through CBS Sports Radio. That is it for us. Wiggy will be with Greg Hill and crew in the morning where they'll talk to uh, Bill Belichick. Keith and I are back at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning where we will talk to players. Probably Judon and Hunter Henry is my guess because Lawrence Guy is out. That's today. right. So, so no there Lawrence we Guy, go. I'd be so shocked if he talked to us. So probably Judon and Henry. That's it for us. We'll see you tomorrow. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. 